Hello everybody! Did you miss me? Hello, if you're a new listener, this is Sexplore with Papushka. I'm your host, Papushka Baby, and thank you for tuning in to Sexplore with Papushka. If you're an old fan of the podcast, Pula! Anywho's, um, ladies, gentlemen, and binary folks, and anybody listening, today it's just me. There is no guest on the podcast today. It's just like me, myself, and I. And um, yes, I don't want to tell us what you're going to talk about first. But I want to give you guys a backstory on, on why I'm doing this podcast today. So, you know, I do a lot of things. Um, I'm a lecturer. I'm a, I'm a chef. I do a lot of things. I'm a jack of all trades. So on this specific day, um, Sunday it was. I believe today is Monday. I'm doing this on a Monday, the 27th of August, is it? Yes. So I had a, I, I was catering for an event. Um, as I said, I'm a personal chef, so I, it, it was a small, tiny event for 15 people. And I did my cooking from the house, and I was transporting the ready-made food to the venue. Now, on my way, um, I was on a motorbike because it's fast and stuff like that. So on my way, it was you know the wind was blowing on my skin and you know it was just so therapeutic and I was like, oh, this needs some Billie Eilish because it was a long, you know, it would take like twenty or so minutes. So I, I opened my data and I go to you know I want to go to YouTube to to put some music to just therapize as I I enjoy the ride, just. As I as soon as I open my data, I, some message pops in and I'm like, I go and check. Oh Lord! So it was a nude, and it was a beautiful random nude from a random person that I didn't expect, that I didn't ask for, that I I, I had no idea. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm like, okay, and it was a video, a very explicit video of you know stuff. So in the state of my, you know, it caught me off guard. In that state, I was carrying some soda and some food. Oh my goodness, my <laughs> my food limwagika and and some soda zikavunjika. I had sodas in a in a bag, these portable bags. So in the state of this confusion, the soda started spilling one and one. The bottles fell on the road. It it was awkward. So now I've gone on a loss because I've lost some sodas which I have to rebuy. And I was to return the bottles. So at the same time, I've lost bottles that I'm going to pay for. And in my mind, I was like, ooh, I need to do an episode on sexting. And ta-da! That is what we're talking about today. Sexting. For those of you who don't know what sexting is, sexting is the process of conversing over the phone. Some naughty, enticing you know, orgasmic um, content. And sexting could involve sending photos, nude photos, or just random ass photos, boob pics, you know, dick pics, ball pics, leg pics, anything that could sexually arouse anybody. Feet, for those of us who have foot fetish, feet. Um, and so, so that is essentially how I would define sexting, you know. And someone would ask, why would you sext? I'm guilty. I sext, a, well, not a lot, but I sext often, more often than not, I do. And, you know, it, it, it all comes down to what is the motive behind the, the sexting? Like the first question someone would ask is, why would you sext? Some people are like, why would you sext? Why not just have sex instead of sexting? But sexting has a lot of, you know, um, 
ways in which it's convenient. Now, the first thing that would make someone sexed is, for example, if you're having your partner and they're away for a while, you have to keep that sexual energy consistent when they're away. For example, your husband has gone on a business trip or your partner has gone somewhere or your girlfriend is away for in school and you're working. You, 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 you have to keep the energies burning, you know. You have to, like, keep the fire burning, keep the flame. Sexting is a good way of you know, ensuring that your sexual energies are intact while you're away from your partner. Uh, that, that, that's, you know, one potential reason why someone would sext, you know. Another reason is ideally if you're getting to know someone and you want to know how naughty they can get, sexting is a good way of knowing people sexually. Because more often than not, it's hard to start sexual conversations with someone you're just getting to know. You know, you've gone on one, two dates and you've never really talked anything sex. And sometimes maybe when you're face to face, it's difficult for you to have these conversations because some people are shy and stuff like that. So sexting is a good way of introducing sex in a relationship, you know. And by relationship, I mean, you know, you're getting to know someone or you are interested in someone and stuff like that. And you're de you have a desire of understanding their sexual fantasies their sexual likes their sexual dislikes their sexual body you know so sometimes sexting is like a trailer of what you're going to expect when you actually have sex with someone um another instance in which sexting could be um essential is more often than not you find sometimes you're meeting someone for a hookup or not and you know they've come to your place and mnangaliana too you're looking at each other you're like okay um, no one wants to make the first move you know have you ever been in that position you know where sometimes you've gone to see someone it's obvious you're going to have sex but no one is making the first move so you're there looking at each other and you're like okay you're netflix netflixing and chilling no one has touched the other yet sexting is a good way of introducing this if both of you are introverts just drop them a text come sit beside me Oh, I want to kiss those lips of yours. Or, you know, just just send a message. And and you can never ask them, oh, you, you have a message on your phone. Do you want to check it out? And you know, of course, it's from you. So probably they'll smile and look at you and react or they'll respond. But it's a good way of sparking a sexual, you know, liaison if ideally you are afraid of each other or you're both introverted, or both of you are shy of, you know, going straight to the point. That, that, that is a very beautiful way of doing it. Sometimes sexting just spices things up, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a garnish. It's a, it's a nice way of, you know, bringing something new and different. So now that I've explained, like, when or what would lead someone to sext, I want to go deeper into sexting etiquette. You know, what are the do's? What are the don'ts? What, what is it about sexting that we need to talk about today? Now, the first and most important thing for me at a, on a personal perspective is preparation. It's, it's, you know, you never know where someone is, you know, and that's, that's why I started the opening story of what happened to me. And it has happened several times as well. I'm a lecturer, as I said before. So, you know, when COVID hit, um we started working from home and teaching from home and all that so ideally your phone my phone rather didn't was more like my workplace 
it was it was not a platform for you know initially it was just going to school doing your thing going back home your phone is yours for your friends and your things and you you can do whatever you want on your phone but with covid and the change to online there's google meet there's zoom there's whatsapp group there's blah 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 you know the phone became your everything so ideally i think the first etiquette or the first do or the first don't in sexting is to prepare someone psychologically don't just send random pics to someone you never know where they are sometimes they're in a matatu sometimes they're at work and a colleague is behind them and then they open your picture and voila you cast them off guard so you know it's it's important to prepare someone psychologically unless you are certain of their routine for instance if they're your partner and you know they go to work and then they take a 10 minute lunch break and they'll be alone during lunch excuse me and you want to surprise them during lunch with a naughty naughty photo anticipating for the night you know you can't do that if you are aware of their plans or, or their schedule or what they're doing at that time but i'd strongly advise preparing someone psychologically um before you drop a pic or a text or whatever you know especially for those who are having you know uh, quote unquote extra affairs like for example you're dating someone who has a wife or someone who has a husband or someone who is a politician or someone who is what 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 you know sometimes they don't just want to go on the phone and meet that sometimes the pa is handling the phone you know so before you send your naughty pic or naughty video or naughty gif or naughty text you know you have to be sure of the environment that they are in and you have to prepare them psychologically someone would ask therefore how do you prepare someone psychologically um well what works for me is having a sex code and a sex code ideally is something it's, it's a code for when you want to get naughty it could be an emoji it could be a word uh, you know and it can be something random you can just say shoelaces and if you take someone shoelaces they know ooh it's going down but that depends on on the nature of your relationship and as well your communication like how the two of you communicate but one way of preparing someone psychologically without being too obvious is you having your, your own coded language i believe every relationship should have coded languages you know they're just things that only you two should understand or three depending on the nature of your relationship so i think it's important to you know prepare someone psychologically and at the same time to have a coded language that would help them prepare if it's an emoji if it is a what what if it's a what what you know like for me it's bazooka you know with most of my my sexual relations you know when you say bazooka they just know and you know oh yes it's about to go down so invent your own just anything that relates to you that you know that when your partner texts this it's going down now the most important thing when you're sexting is to take it slow there's no hurry because more often than not uh, not not even more often than not but the climax shouldn't come in the beginning i advise people to tell a story when sexting you know start with a naughty text you can go with a naughty picture not showing off much sometimes less is more sometimes teasers are good you know if you're a man and you want to show them you know what you you got a package you can send a picture in a boxer 
or just one leg and then a part of the box. You know, build the story. Let them anticipate what they're going to see at the end. Don't just flood someone's inbox with, you know, everything. Take it slow. You know, we have enough time. Jesus has not yet come back yet. So we have enough time to sext. So um, I, I, I'm a firm lover of, you know, storyline sexting. You know, today, if you're sexting about sexual fantasies, Take me through the story. Take me through the process. I don't want to just come here and see nudes. No, who wants nudes? I want I want to develop the story. You can start with today I bought a new dress. Do you want to see it? And you send a photo of you in the new dress. And they'll be like, ooh, I love the dress, but I think your body looks better without it. And you're like, do you want to see it? You send a picture without, you know, your hair. You can move to the arms, the bra, you know, your legs. And before you know it, after some time, is when you can go to the main course. Even when dining, we don't start with the main course. That should reflect when you're sexting. Build a story. Build a story and take... There's no pressure. Don't rush to the nudes. You know, create some teasers. In fact... The, the best thing is sometimes you can not even, especially if it's someone that you're pursuing, you're not yet in a relationship, you're trying to know each other. Yeah, sometimes just, you know, drop a picture a day before you they get into the the main course. You know, it could just be random. And, you know, today you're showing boobs, today you're showing arms, today you're showing legs, today you're showing thighs. Before you, you know, you show the thing, you know. Now, another important thing when sexting is trust. And a lot of factors come into play here because especially sometimes when you you do not know someone well, you're trying to get to know each other, the element of trust is is big because you don't want to send your photos to just anyone. Anything you do and say can be used against you. So you want to be in a situation where you have to feel safe and feel that you trust this person for you to get to the point of sexting them. But even if you do not feel safe, the first thing is to use a platform that would create some security for you. I, I love Instagram because it's very easy to delete messages on Instagram without showing a message was deleted or something like that. I use WhatsApp GB, so for WhatsApp GB, it's easy to delete. And even after two days or something, you, you can delete a message or something like that. And WhatsApp has just recently introduced the expiring photos. But unfortunately so, the screenshot is still enabled while, while sending expiring photos. So it's not really a secure platform. But some some applications, some dating apps have nice features, you know, that help enhance security while you're sexting. But it's important for you to build trust with the person you're sexting. There's never hurry in these things. You have to feel, you know, safe to share your intimacy. And the most basic rule on sexting, and I ought to have started with this, is do not make the pictures or videos traceable to you. Because you don't know human beings. Anything can happen tomorrow. You'll be a minister tomorrow. You may be a politician tomorrow. You may be a bishop, a priest, a public figure or anything. Just you never know where life is going to take you. So it's, it's, it's always important to first do not show your face when sexting. Do not show your face when sexting. Do not. And that's not all. Sometimes there are special body features that are just attributed to you, you know. Sometimes you have this tattoo on your arm that everyone knows you have this tattoo on your arm or this ring that you like wearing or this earring or you have this special piercing in your, 
belly button that most people know, you know. So first, do not show your face when sending nudes. Regardless, regardless, do not trust anyone. DTA, do not trust anyone. And on top of not showing your face, it's also important to, you know, um, look at your environment when you're, when, you're, when you're sexting, like especially if it's a video or a photo. There are certain things that could be linked to you. For example, there are certain features of your house that your friends know or people around you know. There's this painting that only you have in your house. So when you're taking pictures and this is in the background and it ends up, you know, being shared, most people who know you personally know that this is your house, this is your wall, this is your painting, this is your curtain, this is your carpet. So it's important for you to make it very untraceable in case of anything because the worst could happen and you know sometimes you, you yourself can send it to a work group instead of you know the person you're sending it to and if your colleagues know your house they're like oops this is you you know this is you you can't lie to us this is you and also these features like you know i talked about tattoos i talked about piercings i talked about just special attributes that could be redirected to you now as we move on the texting etiquette and there's this time i had a podcast session with brenda for those of you who remember brenda and brenda was constantly lamenting about men over hyping their sex game before sex my advice when sexting is do not overhype. it's good to create fantasies but create fantasies that you can fulfill some are like, oh my God, I have a huge dick. I'm going to destroy that pussy of yours. I'm going to do this, this to you. I'm going to pump like hell. I'm going to, you know, you know, uh, don't overhype, you know. Don't create an over-expectation that will have an under-delivery. Say what you can. Say what you have done. Say what you're willing to do. Because sometimes when you're sexting, we get so excited in the in the process and you're like, you know, I'm going to eat your ass the next time we meet. I'm going to lick the fuck out of that ass. I'm going to do this. And then it reaches the time when you're physically there and they're like, okay, you said you lick my ass. I'm waiting. So do not overhype. Do not lie. Say what you're comfortable doing. Say how you're comfortable doing it and you can sext with being honest. I am a firm believer of honesty. So do not overhype your sex game. Do not overhype your, your performance. Do not. I repeat, do not do that when sexting because it creates an expectation and the expectation may not be met. And once the expectation is not met, people are disappointed. And then, you know, this goes on and on. Now, an important thing to note, especially for those who are listening from Kenya, is that, of course, you all know the legal age of sex is 18. And that applies to sexting as well. And sometimes you may meet people online and they lie to us, oh, I'm 25, oh, I'm 22, oh, I'm this. And ideally, they end up being young and being underage. It would, be, it would backfire to you if you're sexting with such a person. And you're very innocent because you found them on an online platform which needs people to be 18 and above and they lied to you, you know. But legally speaking, from a constitutional perspective, ignorance is not a defense. Them lying to you is not a defense, you know. So whatever you do in terms of who you hook up with, it's important for, you know, you to be certain of their age, especially before sexting. And sometimes you meet people online and you can sext with them, and then it backfires on you. I can give a classical example. There had been a time when there was this new form of blackmail in Kenya where you meet people online, Tinder, Grindr, 
uh, Badu, all these platforms, and they entice you into chatting with them. Once you've started chatting with them, they'll be like, oh, please send me your dick pics or send me your ass pics or send me your face or send me your nudes or send me this. And you're vulnerable enough to send them because you think you're vibing. Two days later, you hear some, a woman calling you like, what have you been sending my daughter? What have you been sending my son? Do you know my daughter is in, cla- is in class A? Do you know this and this and this? We need to meet. I'm going to, you know. So it's important that before you sext, especially with someone you've never met, an online person, age, you have to be certain of your age lest you be reprimanded, arrested, rot in jail for an innocent mistake that you made. And this goes for those who, you know, do this on online platforms. Do not sext, you know, random people whose age you have not confirmed. I've, I was talking to some friends. Some friends go to the extent of asking for IDs when they're having a hookup, you know. That could be a bit on the extreme, but whatever you do to be certain that whoever you're sexting with is of legal age, if you haven't met them yet, if they're someone from online or something like that. Now, it's also paramount that when you're sexting, you time it well. And timing needs for you to understand the person you're sexting. So that when you're sexting them, you know it's the right time. You know, it's, it's quite unfortunate when you're sexting someone and they're in a party or they're out or they're, you know, it's, it's something that should happen spontaneously in the moment. So understanding their schedule and knowing where they are, what they're doing, and, you know, if is it convenient to sex at that point? Is it convenient to send that message? Is it convenient to send that nude? Is it convenient to send that GIF? Is it convenient to send that photo? So whatever timing is good for you, use that timing well. To your advantage. It's important that while you're sexting, you do what you're comfortable doing. Sometimes you find that, you know, you're pushed to limits that you're not comfortable doing. And there's never a hurry when doing these things. If you're not comfortable sending that boob pic, do not send it. If you're not comfortable sending that dick pic, do not send it. If you're not comfortable sending that ass pic, do not send it. If you're not comfortable saying or doing anything, do not. Because people have different motives. And you don't want to regret for doing something you never wanted in the first place. So one fundamental rule of sexting is one, do not take the person you're sexting too far to limits they're not ready to go yet. Go with their pace. And even from your end, do not take yourself further than you can. You have to be comfortable to do whatever they want you to do. Some, you know, would want you to video wank or video sex like do a video call probably they are with their friends there and all of them are looking at you are seeing you and then they lie to you that oh i'm sorry my camera is not working but i'm seeing you you know and you'll feel stupid you'll feel used you'll feel regret one way of avoiding this later on is doing what you're comfortable doing at that moment do not be coerced do not be blackmailed do not be talked into doing something you're not comfortable doing at that moment Um, on top of all this, E is for effort. Please make some effort when you're sexting. And by effort, I mean, prepare it, plan yourself. What are the questions you want to ask? How do you want this sexual conversation to go? You know, if you're taking that nude, what is the lighting? You know, 
are there any if you're taking that video are there any distracting sounds do you think you need to edit it is your body lotioned enough is your body looking okay do you think the angles are right and one way of investing in sexting is understanding your body anatomy understand your features some people know they look good from the left or they look good from the right or their left you know this is bigger than their right this or whatever understanding your body anatomy enables you to do what works for your body if it's the angles and you're taking a nude pic what works for you if it's the lighting what is the best time to take that nude is it when the sun is hitting you well is it in the evening is it in the morning you know just invest people appreciate effort in sexting some people just sex and it's so basic and you're like oh hi i miss you i wanna fuck you oh, I wanna do. please put some effort do some research you know learn some new things watch some videos take some amazing pictures just invest in sexting now a good way and some people are different there are some people who like like when they're sexting it's in the moment I want a picture of you now, now. No, I don't want a stored picture in your gallery or something that you've sent before. I want the now, now. Some people enjoy in the moment sexting. But sometimes, some people also just have, you know, a category in their gallery that is dedicated to their own, you know, naughty pictures. And that's a good way so that anytime probably you feel like being in the mood and all the other factors do not work like people are asleep or someone is around or stuff like that you have a gallery you have a library of you know notice stuff that you can share but this also might be used against you so it has to be kept safely there are apps that help you vault it there are apps that help you you know passcode protect them and all that but sometimes it's good to have a storage of your own naughty pics sometimes even for your own sexual fulfillment not sexual per se but for your own fulfillment sometimes just looking at you is good for you you know you just want to look at your phone and like damn i have a nice body damn i look good so it's it's advisable sometimes have a library in case you feel naughty you can just have ready-made you know stuff to share and stuff like that now moving on swiftly as you're discussing sexual etiquette is sorry um sexting etiquette is reciprocating effort let the sexting not be one-sided you'll find one side sharing more you know more content than the other side reciprocate effort and reciprocating effort also creates trust between two parties you're not just there oh send me boobs send me us send me this send me this send me a video of you doing this send me this and you're not doing anything you know you create an environment that enables trust you create an environment that someone feels it's not a one-sided thing and one way to do that is reciprocate effort if they send you a picture of this reciprocate with a picture of that if they send a video reciprocate with a video if they send an audio you know just keep it engaging and keep it moving keep it going keep it exciting keep it fresh but it's important to reciprocate effort some people are too selfish especially on these dating platforms you know you're sexting someone and they're like send boobs send dick send us send whatever and and then you send and they tell you sorry i don't share nudes myself the audacity it is the audacity for me <laughs> so you should know if and sometimes you assume that if i send you send sometimes it's good to confirm if you want me to go explicit or while sexting are you gonna do the same 
what are your levels how far can you go but when you're doing this just ensure that the person you're sexting reciprocates with the same effort some of you take hours taking news and then someone will just send you some random ass picture with no effort at all reciprocate effort while sending nudes for some people the element of surprise works well you know for some I talked about my experiences, uh, you know, when I get random, I hate random, you know, random notice content because I have to prepare for that. I, I told you guys I'm a lecturer. Sometimes I'm using my phone to text a WhatsApp group. I don't want to go to my gallery and see pictures I didn't even know exist because they auto-downloaded and I was not aware. So some people like the element of surprise depending on the nature of your relationship, your wife, for example, your husband or whatever. But some people prefer a planned experience. No, this is just random as, you know shared content so my peoples i have talked a lot about you know sexting sexting etiquette the do's the don'ts and all these thing things uh, that, that i've talked about today and oh my god it feels like a someone <laughs> i will never do a solo podcast anytime soon because now it feels like one of my lectures or a someone or you know, a preaching or something like that. But yes, we have delved deeper. We have talked about most of the stuff. And yes, I, I think, I think I've, I've covered a lot of things around the sexting code and sexting etiquette. And feel free to interact with me, you know, ask questions, look for me on Anchor, send me a voice note. Uh, my number is on Anchor as well. You could inbox WhatsApp, you know, tell me what's good. You know, say hi, appreciate effort, give feedback. All these are welcome. So till next time, thank you for listening to Sexplore with you, Papushka. Over and out.